Hello everybody, welcome back to a new episode of the Talking Wolves podcast. Today we're going to be rat well, starting off with the start of the season, talking about how Wolves have been getting on, uh, the end of the transfer window as well. Uh, today alongside me, as you can see, we've got a few new guests. We'll start off with Matt Cooper though. Matt, how's it going? I'm all right, mate. Yourself? Very good, thank you. We've got Adam. How you doing, mate? All right. Very good. Thanks yep. for coming on. And we've got Mason. How's it going, mate? Good, thank you. Good. Um, yeah, he's all right as well, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the walls how long you've been following you go home away yes um so i've got family from uh, ladywood uh and my um step mom is a big walls fan so every time he's come up to uh, establish way she used to drag me along and yeah. um, first ever game was uh, kenny miller scoring the winner against united one nil and then from then on i've just been uh Start with him, which is a proper fan, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then um since then it's been well she didn't tell me how crap actually we were gonna be for the rest of the time. It's only <laughs> past couple of years now that uh I can proudly go and say, yeah, well, I'm a water fan. fan. No pressure. Uh, I, you know what? I was, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't actually remember my first game, which is, I don't know if that's a bit of a grey area. Yeah, yeah, actually, I, I, I asked my dad, I was like, come on, like, as my father. <laughs> Any chance of telling me what I literally don't remember? The, 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 like, the last, well, the first game that I remember going to was Blackpool away on a Tuesday in January. I don't know what that, I think it was like 2007, it was nil-nil, it was rubbish. I went with my mate. It was rubbish. Was, was, I don't know if it was nil-nil. Yeah, it was nil-nil. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was nil-nil. It was, it was dog dirt, like real bad. Blackpool away on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday, I can't remember what. For us, something like that time at Blackpool away, it was, this is years ago, and yeah. nobody was playing for us. So. It might have been that. It might have been, yeah. it might have been it that. Was, yeah, it was a long time ago. But yeah, I've um, I've followed them ever since. My my old man's um, like you said, dragged you know, drag, drag me along. Um, my granddad was an Albion fan, so thank God for my dad yeah. to uh, <laughs> convert him. But uh, but yeah, yeah. So I'll go. I've got a season ticket in the in the South Bank and try and go to as many as away games as possible. I'm still waiting to get a guest on here and someone say, yeah, I've been following him two years now. Yeah, I'm yeah. still waiting. The Charlie one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, uh, I played football with someone a few weeks ago and uh, we were talking about Wolves. He had all these Wolves gear with like, initials of people. So, oh, do you know someone then or whatever? He's like, oh, no, it sounds bad. Obviously, I started following him a couple of years ago. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I've got to be in his 30s as well. Do you admit that, though? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I mean. Like, he had stuff with like players in his shorts on. I thought, all right, he must be in, like in here. But yeah, a couple of years. It's like, all right. Well, to be fair, at least he's admitted yeah, to it. Yeah, braver yeah. than me. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that. What was your first game, Everton at home? <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, we obviously. I think the last time uh, we had a podcast, it was me, Matt, and Tom, and I'm pretty sure it was just before the Punic game, uh, the first leg uh, away in Armenia. I mean. None of us went, obviously. It was 48 in the end that, that went. I was actually surprised that I, my, my friend went and he came into work and he said, I'm going to Armenia. I'm a bit worried that I'm not going to get a ticket though because obviously I booked all the travel. 
And I thought, oh, I think there'll be a couple hundred going. And then when they came, it was only 48. I was actually quite surprised. It's logistics yeah. over, wasn't it? It's yeah. like such short note to the tickets, and it's just pain in the arse to get to. I'm surprised you took 48, too, first. A fair play to anyone at the event. Yeah. Especially you got on two days' notice. And I know all these bloody album fans saying, up first, the proper away from Europe. It was a swivel on this, it's, like, <laughs> it's just, It's just ridiculous. Yeah. They'd have took even less. So, fair play to anyone who went. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, performance wise, it was pretty good, wasn't it? I mean. Yeah, perfect, really. I think. I think with these Europa League games, I just you don't know what to expect, mm. like at all. Like the Crusaders at home, it was for me. I know you yeah. touched upon that before, but it was like don't know what to expect. I think you mentioned it in the last podcast. We know we're not going to demolish teams mm. six or seven because it's just. I think that's what people expected, though. But a lot of yeah, Crusaders. But I thought no, we so and that was like a training game. So then. With uh, Punic away, I was like, again, don't really know. But I think you tweeted during the night um, or during the game saying, if they carry on giving us this much space, we're going to roll over, like, yeah. roll them over. Um, and once the first one went in, then it I was... I think it was, it was about 20 minutes in, they made it really difficult. They were yeah. pressing really high, and I think we were sort of shocked and didn't know what to expect. The atmosphere. I saw one or two people saying, like, what is going on with I said, wait five minutes. <laughs> once we pick up the ball, and they're flipping in our heart, yeah. that's when you know, that's yeah. what happens. I think it's two, one thing is very, very professional performance, and yeah. also... Being the away team was a big level, a big uh, difference for us. That sort of nation, like you said, with yeah. the atmosphere as yeah. well. Because we, if we, we were the whole team, and we got one or two, two nil up. Punic aren't really as fast. They know they got one or two nil down, where they're already in a really negative uh, situation and position for the second leg themselves. So as a whole team in the first leg, we kind of we need to kind of get a result or something out of yeah, that. Definitely. So Wolves going one nil up, we kind of put the pressure on them anyway. And we just picked them off after that. I think you're right, especially with the Torino leg as well. I think that's mm. it's sort of. I always, growing up, people always said to me, it's always good to get your away leg first because yeah. you sort of know what you have to do at home then. Because you're more comfortable at home, you know what you're going to expect. Mm. Um, obviously, that first leg, we'll stick with Punic. Second leg, 4 0 both games. I mean, Matt, that was. I mean, it took, again, it took a while to get going, but another comfortable performance. Yeah, it's comfortable as well. And- Punic very very threatened. I thought Crusaders were a better team than, than Punic. I actually well, got a, a bit too Yeah. <laughs> I think they were a genuinely better team. Yeah. So in that Punic, the number seven, I think it was. Looked a decent little player. It was good on the ball. I thought. I thought sorry to interrupt. I thought that they actually knocked the ball about quite well at Molyneux. And then uh, within the first half, I thought actually they're not. You know they're actually trying to play. Okay. They're four down, and but they're still going like still obviously yeah. going for it. Um, and like you said, yeah, there was one or two like moments when I thought, oh, actually, they, they, but then I realised they're playing on a way bigger pitch at Molyneux, better quality, so they're going to play more football. But then in the second half, they're going to tire, and then look what happened. Yeah. I mean, so it's crazy how some, like the Crusaders pitch when I went was tiny. Like I looked at that, and I thought, I'm like, sure, I've played Sunday league games on bigger pitches than yeah. this. This like it is ridiculous, like the comparison in pitches between some of these teams that we're playing. Like the Crusaders, I know it was Astro turf, but honestly, like it was ridiculous. Like the the, the pitch style and stuff, and it's it's mad how 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 much levels apart we are. Uh, we'll move on to the Premier League. Obviously, between the two Punic games, kicked off the season against Leicester. First uh, first experience of VAR. Um, and overall, it wasn't. I mean, it, it looked like it was a tired Wolves performance, but it was definitely a winnable game. I think, wasn't it? 
the first experience that you had to deal with me, at least as well. Yeah, yeah, no, you yeah. two got yeah, yeah, you yeah. had to on my own. I drove it. Drop it the Chinese before I got over there. See, that's a proper blow. Yeah, proper night today. Don't have a chips for you. In a bad way. But yeah, let's start. Didn't think we played particularly well, but nobody did die, and I think the draw was a fair result. I'd have come away from there with that 1 0 thinking, but yeah, look, we've done well there to get the three points, but if we'd have lost that game, I'd have felt I'd done by. And the VAR decision, well, it's not even the VAR decision, it's the handball. It's the rule, isn't it? The handball rule is, is, is a disgrace. So if you're a defender in that situation, you bat a ball away, and you're not looking, and it's not deliberate handball. It's not a penalty. Well, it's not but if an attacker does that because they gain an advantage, it's a penalty. And I think it needs. I think it needs tearing. Up. If if, if Bolly headed it, then Donga hit it with his arm. If accidentally yeah. or not, then I agree with that. Clue where no. he is. He's got his back to dead Donka. But how's he supposed to do anything? The distance between the two. Yeah, exactly. Can't really do anything. Yeah. yeah. With one body, instead of always supposed to play with no arms, basically. Like, what yeah. can you do? It is true. Yeah. But um, I, I remember well, Leicester because I, I don't know, like sixty-five percent possession throughout the whole game, something like that. I remember uh, a final two of theirs saying like we're playing. Uh, they were basically we're playing with a def- they were playing with a defensive midfielder or two defensive midfielders. That's why they believe they didn't win the game. But I think it, on the face of it, Wolves probably were the team that had more clear cut chances. There were so many opportunities where Josh broke free. I don't know what happened. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah the Did first half, right at the end of the first half, he slipped over yeah. for a goal, didn't he? Um, it looks like he's starting pretty slow again this season. I know he did last season. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he can. Get a, get a goal in the Prem for his confidence. I think it's getting that goal. Yeah. Like, you see, you, well, we all saw what happened um, Chelsea. with Chelsea. Yeah. Like, and then from there, he was just unplayable. And, like, it was so unlike him at Leicester with those chances. Like, Harry, I mean, did it, I, can't, I can't remember them very sort of clearly, but were they even on target? I remember the one no. he really dragged away. So he's not even got them on target. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. he, they were knowing He started yeah. really so last season, didn't they? But yeah. against United, I thought, he was, I thought it was garbage. Like, I know we'll get on to it, but yeah. you could, like, Wambasaka had he got the beating of Jota most times. Wambasaka's a great defender. He's rubbish going forward, but a good defender. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you could just see, he was, you know, he starts flailing his arms, like, oh, he's, you know. And that's... I think that's just what he's like as a character. Yeah. Things don't go his way, but to be fair, you can't you can't knock his effort even when things aren't going his way. So he does okay. he, he's, he just needs a bit of luck, and he'll turn it around. Yeah. I agree. I think. Um, well, we move on to the United game now. One-one draw again. VAR struck, although it was sort of not not in our favour as such, but it was obviously a, a decision against us. Um, Mason, we'll start with you. First half, I think Wolves really struggled to get into the game, didn't they? Yeah, I thought. Um, it was a bit slow, mm. uh, but credit to United. United played really well um, mm. and controlled midfield. Uh, Pogba probably one of the best I've seen him play in a long time. Um, we just couldn't really get close to them. Um, but again, there's one moment in the first half. Conor Cody, he brings the ball out. He's got no options, and you can fit. I think I'm, I'm sure we'll go into it. But yesterday's game had a bit of similarities yeah. in the case of. The lack of options and the confidence again is it once it's one, two, three straight passes and it's like heads go down a little bit and then it's a case of do we play it safe, not play it safe and I thought United, um, good finish as well by Martial yeah. but um, I think we, it's a case of just get to half time, you, you go halfway through the first half you just feel it, you look at it you're thinking like you see these guys, just get to half time, even if it's go half time, one nil down, 
regroup and go again. Yeah. What do you um, think it was in the, in the first half though? Do you think it was the f- uh, physical, like the tiredness, or do you think it was the formation? You know, it just had it covered. Because I do agree, even at the Burnley game, I've noticed the same sort of things as that, where Cody or Nevers has got the ball deep. You're looking around, like, every pitch area is covered. Oh, carry on, go on. So, yeah, I think we're a little bit... I don't want to say... It's too early to say people, yeah. Yeah. right? But, no, you, I think you're right, though. You know, it's very... I think you know, United plays twice <laughs> at home already. It should, I think, now have an idea of what to expect. Yeah. And you know you're going to have, you know, Jimenez and Jota, they even play, play very close to each other. So, and another thing I noticed is that we'll try to go over the top, and I saw that yesterday as well, a lot of long balls, and you got Maguire, and <laughs> we're going to win these tennis all day long. Yeah. Um, can't, can't go down the flights. wan had really, you know, dotted in his pocket for that, especially in the first half, um, and Luke Shaw wasn't really troubled on the other flank. So then it's a case of... Until the introduction of Marmite after. I think... The fact that oh, there was no out ball, it was literally just lumping it forward and similar to, to the Burnley game, it was just lumping it forward and, and nothing was sticking but United were pressing from the front very well and they were stopping Cody from playing those balls and yeah. also Neves who he's, he's, for some reason now he's playing even deeper than last season, he's not playing with centre half, need to pat that in but in the second half... <laughs> No, he does though because no, he's no. not going to hurt teams from no. there. He's you know a, why though he's, he's doing that? He wants to get on the ball. And when yeah. teams like Burnley yesterday, when teams are packing the midfield, he's got to come deep to get the ball. Yeah, but look, he scored that goal against you know, you know, he's not going to score that if he's back yeah. playing next, next to, next to Cody. But in the second half, Wolves then press from the front of the cell. So everyone pressing higher up the pitch and putting pressure off. Because Maguire was bringing the, the ball out from the back four a lot. There was no tomorrow. Mm. And they stopped that and pressed higher and you saw them put them into into corners and pockets and we're running the ball higher up the pitch and that's what turned it around in the end. That's what that's what we did so well last year in those two games where we beat them. And I, what, one thing that I've noticed so far this season is the amount of pressure that we've now got on our back three or back five, however you want to say. Um, I noticed at United especially, Martial was up and down when we were playing the ball side to side from Cody to Benny to Bolly, you know, whoever. Um, and I actually noticed it yesterday as well. I feel like it's something that managers have now clocked onto is that you can't actually let our like our, our, our core have the ball, or you've you've got to pressure them. Um, and then, like you said, second half of the United game, we then started pressing like they were. And and Maguire, who's not blessed with the ball at his feet by any means. Everyone says he's some ball playing centre. No, he's absolutely not. No, no, no. He's going to have he's going to have a clanger this year with the ball at his feet and you know what it, you've it, got a pressure it's that as well because he like you said his size he can drive the ball forward but he doesn't pass he doesn't play the ball that's what Kerry should be doing that he's got I mean, the ability I he's started doing it a little yeah. bit more this side of the, like, the new season Bonnie does it yeah. Bennett doesn't do it obviously but Cody's, like, Cody's you know. done it well, not as, not as much as you know, like Maguire does, yeah. but he has started pushing, try, almost trying to push the, the team forward as such. Yeah. Um, but I thought against Man United, especially Cody was actually quite good. I thought he cut out United very well and they did a, a couple of things. I thought it was alright. I thought, no, I wasn't going to jump on back in about Bennett, but I just, it's sort of like a cat in head, like he looked lost. And the same against Burnley, he got bullied against Burnley. Yeah. I think it was Doc as well, Manu, and the Manu's first goal. Have you noticed that most of our goals come down that right hand side? Yeah, yeah. the attacks are going down that right hand side as well. There you, you go. Know, see, they're they're seeing, they're 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 the weaknesses. Bit, John, yeah. Johnny's defensively superb. 
maybe not the best going forward. Bali is uh, is our best defender by by and large, by, by an absolute country mile. Yeah. So they're not going to come down that left hand side. They're going to target the right hand side with Bennett, who you know is his exit kicksy, which he didn't even do against Burnley, and, and Doc, who isn't fully fit to his credit, but shouldn't be playing. No. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, We'll, we'll skip the Torino uh, game because uh, I think there's a little bit to talk about the Burnley game. Obviously, we'll come back to the Torino game. Burnley at home, obviously, yesterday at the time of recording. Walls, 17 shots to Burnley's 13, just two on target, one being the penalty and the other one being in the 87th minute. It took us 87 minutes to get a shot on target yesterday. Add no, on. Well, that, I mean, that, that alone is obviously just not good enough, is it? Um, I'm quite surprised. I mean, there was a lot of controversy about the team selection, um, which I kind of get, but I also think, yeah, we have to rotate. I think with with you know the game on Thursday. It's all about momentum. I think with Traore, you have to keep that. He's the kind of player. Yeah. Where you've got to our keep best that player for the last two games. Yeah. It's not like he plays full ninety at Torino. He come yeah. off after what? Six That's what I thought. He was obviously signing. That's what I thought. And then. I saw the team sheet, I was like, what are you doing? Like, also, I thought, why not keep, uh, maybe not Vinagre because he wasn't fantastic yeah, at Torino, cool. but why don't keep Doc fresh for another week and bring him back into Torino where arguably we do have to be a bit more defensive because we're still we're sort of defending well, the league. The way I, the way I look, I look to you, took him off against Torino, play him against Burnley, if he plays, we might go 1 0 up. After, he, t- he tires Trevor, right? he struggles to play 90 minutes just because of the way he is, you know, he's got them short bursts of energy. Take him off at 65 minutes, bring Doc on, because yeah. Doc can't finish the game in a minute anyway, and he's defensively a lot better than Drew. We'll bring Johnny on the right and play the short, short yeah. the game off, seal it off. You know, five, like five, back five, some to sort of three points, but no, he decides to play bloody Doc, I don't know why. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Yeah, um, and, oh, they probably kept Sice in there too, because I didn't think he really did anything wrong against Torino. He was injured just now. Yeah, yeah, there were there, there was a lot of team selection where I th- I thought one thing in When just Traore was it Troy or was the third sub or was it Neto? It was Troy, wasn't it? Third, yeah, yeah, last Because all the fans down there are rotating. Like that's obviously we need to do that, but it's gonna come a point where you can't keep playing him there's Jota, him there's Jota, him there's Jota. You gotta eventually say, right. Let's throw in control and let's give him, you know, even if it's an hour, because at the end of the day, look, him and his daughter can kind of gather they're going to be relatively. Jotter always gets pulled off anyway, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah I, personally, I would have probably started with controlling and then put on someone in if you really need to chase the game as well. You've just spent £20 million on a striker from Milan who's got fantastic pedigree, proven to a, to a, certain, to a certain level in Serie A after that one season he had. We saw him against uh, Punic. Mm-hmm. And his movement is at his second to none. I thought he's he's number nine. He works. He works his bollocks off, and his movement is fantastic. So to see Jota and Jimenez line up again when they play Monday, Thursday, Sunday, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when yeah. when Catrone yeah. didn't get brought on, you should have seen his face. He was fuming. Why, was that, you, yeah, why yeah, do you think he's bringing Neto on ahead of Catrone as well? Is it, do you think it's because of that pace? Because he does. Offer an hour of that, or why not start Neto instead of Gibbs White? Because for me, I've not seen anything from Gibbs White since Chelsea. Since Chelsea, yeah, last year. That was one thing I was going to bring today. Was 
I'd love to see no, next no biscuits now. No, right, too off the biscuits. No. <laughs> yeah, like putting Neto in that ten or you know in that yeah. attacking mid. You know what I expect? I think Nuno expected. I think he expected Berlin to sit with ten men behind the ball throughout the whole no, ninety minutes. Berlin, to their credit, they played well. I thought they were. Yeah. I and thought. then Ashley Barnes and Wood up front caused us so many problems. Not so much Bolo. And it was not as much Cody. The other centre half, I'm not going to say his name, because he going to get slandered for him. But <laughs> I agree, he, though. Mate, he every was time, you know what they were doing? Absolutely terrible. They saw the gap between Cody and Benny. Chris Wood would sit in there, ball over the top, and they couldn't win it at any time. Mm. I was, they could have easily been 3 0 up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Own goal, his fault. Mm-hmm. Watford oh, last year gave it to what's name on the plate. Yeah. Crystal Palace, the the penalty for Zaha. Really I don't know what you can do. Let's move on. Anyway, uh, while I was with Gibbs White, I think, as I said, Nuno, I think expected Berlin to turn up yesterday and sit with ten men behind the ball, and that sort of he must have thought more Gibbs White is going to add that attacking option and. They came out and attacked us, and we lost the battle physically in the middle. It took us four, well, it took us till after half time to, to get our head screwed on as well. And I think Morgan, he had the spells. I think the one chance when he flicked it over the defender and just didn't have the pace to, to beat the, the last man. Um, he just didn't, he didn't do enough. I really want to love him. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. want to, and I really want him to do well, but I just can't see it. The thing is, I get he's young. I get he's young. So, so, so I get he's young, but. It's a case of you got to compare him with people his age. Mm. I, I think you know if he wasn't. I don't know. Obviously, the first podcast it's uncontroversial, but if he wasn't from you know Wolverhampton Academy player and uh, under nineteen World Cup winner, would he be really anywhere near our squad? I don't know because he's not offering a lot enough, and you got. I would put him on a low. If we, if we weren't in Europe, he would have been loaded. Yeah, 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 so yeah, definitely. But there's a there's a reason why he's kept him, mm. and I think Nuno trusts him and wants like I, I I just said wants him to do well. But there's some there's something he doesn't do the basics, and that's all he needs to so do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, a coif turns out. He's going to screw himself into the ground one game. We have to get him back out. He's <laughs> <laughs> like Carl Emery. No, but like yeah, and I. I, I I don't. I don't want to say he's slow. He is, but he's slow. <laughs> like when he, I don't know if it's just like an agility. You can't get away from yeah, players, I don't know what it is because when he's running, he's not too bad. Like, I think it's his physicality because he's quite. He's, he's quite a little bit of height. He's just so lightweight, isn't he? I don't think, know. Like I said, like, like you said, I, I really want to like him as well, but he's not. He's just not doing it. And you look at players like Neto at the same age. All right, we've only seen a little bit of him, but he came on yesterday and he had to go. Whereas Gibbs White. He tries these fancy flicks, he gives the balls away, and I've said it before, the Europa League has saved him from going out on loan, but he's one of our own. He's not there, because he's, <laughs> he's, not, he's, he's yeah. from Stafford and supports Man United. Like not the rest of our young system. Yeah, 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 and I get, and someone said to me on, on Twitter, on the onslaught out over the weekend, oh, it'd kill you if it's like one of these players as well. I was like, they're playing for Wolves and they're doing well, I am over the moon. I, don't, I never want a Wolves player to play well, 
or to or to be shit because it's in my best interest for the team to do well. Yeah. So all that, all those comments saying, you know, oh, you love it when these players are having a bad game. She's she's absolute rubbish because towards the end of last season, I said I was wrong about Doc. He's turned it around. He's been one of our best players, and I'm happy to you know eat a bit of humble pie yeah. as long as it benefits the team. Yeah. So to say that I want a player to not perform well is rubbish, but he has been shit. <laughs> yeah, no, Overall, yeah. <laughs> I said I said actually uh, in pre-season the age tour when he played up front and when we played a three-four-three and he played out on the wing every now and then. I preferred him to that because I just don't think he, he's not a central midfielder. He's not, and he doesn't work in the wall system. Can understand as I said, I can understand why Nuno played him, but in hindsight, he obviously wasn't the right decision. Why does he keep playing but, team now as well? I know he's like, look, our best midfielder, but he's thirty-three, yeah. and the bloke runs his bollocks off. He does give him a rest every single game. Which you, you can't knock at all. I remember when we signed him and everyone was like, oh, he last won the game. But he does, does like. And I think. He again, must have an engine on him, though, man. Because, like, oh, the fitness tests and stuff, he must. He, the only reason I can see why they keep playing, he must have the best fitness like, yeah. rate out of everyone. He's got his. You're right. But, but he, I think. We drawn quite early yesterday, didn't they? I think we. I think, again, like, just going back to yesterday, like, Den Donker, like. I think he's come on leaps and bounds already this season. Yeah. I think he's really. He just offers something going forward. Yeah, well, actually, yeah. And, and again, he's got an engine on him, and I think we actually probably missed, like, missed that quite, quite badly. And one thing I also noticed with going back to your mate um, at the back is that which one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won, uh, Mr. Mr. Bennett. Um, you know exactly where he's going to pass. If he's got the ball, it's going straight to the right wing back, like every time, and. Against Torino, Vallejo, if that's the right way of saying it. We say Vallejo. Vallejo. Tom Rouse goes Vallejo. Vallejo. <laughs> um, but Tom Rouse is Welsh, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, his forward passes, actually, I, I don't think we appreciate how much that actually helps getting the ball going. Look at Ben Miranda in it. Whereas, <laughs> yeah. whereas Bennett's just boom. Boom, straight to Doc, straight to Adam, and it, it, there's no real. For a free transfer, it's been an absolute steal. Yeah, especially yeah. in the Championship and in parts last season. But everyone's like, oh, how can you say this? But if we want to be competing in Europe, he simply isn't good enough. No. He no. isn't. And then we brought in Vajero. Vajero. Oh, I think what it is that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, Jesus. Valaya. I mean, he might not be fit, and, and for me, he's a little bit on the small side, but. If you look at all the top defenders, you look at people like Ramos, they're not the biggest, but they've no. got it up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when Bennett is being exposed physically by the likes of Chris Wood and Barnes, he doesn't really offer anything else. No. So, for me, I'd be playing Vallejo because against United, Bennett looked terrible, and against Burnley, they also looked terrible. So, for me, and then if Vallejo's fit, he's got, he's, he's got him a chance. Yeah. Well, Nuno said that he's not ready for. Saturday, uh, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday. So what would you rather see him play all the Europa games and all the Premier League games? If you can't have both for the time being. Oh, mm-hmm. Europa League, I think. I think Bennett will get by. Mm. I think he'll get by. But I think moving forward, he will play. What's the point in bringing up, bringing up one of the most you know highly rated centre-offs in Spain so through his age yeah. on loan from the, the biggest club in the world for him to yeah. sit on the bench in front of Ryan Bennett. I mean, there's a reason why Bennett come through Peterborough. I think it's Peterborough's academy, oh, yeah. and he's come through Real Madrid. It's because he's a better player. Yeah, and this isn't me getting on Bennett's back, but he's the like it really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it is>. yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's move on to Torino. Uh, 
fantastic victory. I think before the game, oh, I certainly I would have taken a draw, I think. I would have taken one Yeah. I would have taken a defeat as long as we got an away goal. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that the away when I was watching it, um, on some dodgy YouTube link yeah. <laughs> um, that uh, I was just praying for that away goal. And if yeah. we get one then I fancied us to get another. Yeah. And I didn't think we were I didn't I thought they were going to be more of a threat than they actually were, and I thought, obviously, you know, finished three two. Yeah. But they were from silly mistakes. Oh, I thought Velotti would have been more of a threat if he wasn't two stone overweight. Yeah. See, he's good. Unit. He's right. Mate, his belly was. You can tell, like, he 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 wasn't fit, but. I think they handled him brilliantly. But that tackle from Bali on him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, cruncher, absolute cruncher, but. Torino's season hasn't um, started on yesterday. Started, yeah. 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 I think the first half was very tight. The second half was like, it was a different Torino. Maybe, maybe I think we um, put pressure on a lot. And the Dharma was a great assist for um, for Jota. They didn't want to get him, did they? No, they didn't want to get him. Really, really How many other cards did he draw? Was it three in the end? They got five overall. So yeah, I think it was. It's just, it's just a different. It's different gravy season. And everyone hated him on. I'm also saying he's, he's a lot of rubbish and stuff, but I said give him a full pre-season, didn't you know, judge him at the end of the season. And since the start of this season, would you agree he's been our most effective player? Yes. Since the start of the season. Well, every, every, I mean, we were singing, every, we were singing his name yesterday. Well, how, for him was to that happening that season? No, it was both to be honest. Like, yeah, footballer is a bloody athlete, he's a sprinter. You know, but <laughs> look at him now, he's, he's, he's firing all cylinders. And at the minute, he's, he's our best right wing back. Presence on the pitch already will automatically make teams drop. Yeah. Just him there because they know we can't give him any space and we can't allow a left back to go one v one with him. Because anyone who goes one v one with him, you're gonna struggle. It's gonna be a one point in the game where he will go past him and then once he goes past him once, even psychologically that's got yeah. a big impact because yeah. he's so strong and powerful. Even if you've got the pace in him, you may not even have the strength as yeah. well. He's got to be, you know, probably any full, fullback in the world. It, 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 in, in a game, he would be on more than one occasion. I genuinely believe Did that. you see, um, obviously, I think a, a big issue with Adama was everyone saying with his end product. Did you see... Statistical um, sports. I think he's got the second best cross conversion rate. Yeah, there's only De Bruyne who's got a better crossing conversion rate in the league. No, no, I don't know. It wasn't De Bruyne. It was, he got he had double the percentage of Kevin De Bruyne for crossings. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah that was it. Who was first? Can you remember? He didn't. He didn't put a name, but he goes he was second, and he had double the ratio that Kevin De Bruyne. And I know, tr- and Traore's obviously ratio is probably was it like a percentage or something? Yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah, obviously percentage. He doesn't really tell a full story, but. Adama probably played a lot less minutes than Kevin Dubon did last yeah, season. Yeah. And he's still got the most successful dribbles in the Prem. I think um, Hazard was on like four a game and then Adama's, Bufal was second. Yeah, and then Adama was on like nine and a half dribbles per game. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just an I think what, when we played City at home last season and, and he did Benjamin like Mendy, yeah. oh my word, and I thought I tell you what, if this, but if we, if we really work on it with him, yeah. it, he could be worth some serious wedge, and everyone is so quick to jump on him last year. Um, not naming names. He, he had he had an injury when we signed last season as well. And oh, he now he's got, yeah, he got a full pre-season behind him. We knew that. 
Um, obviously, it, a tour in Asia is a bit more you know confined. He does. He does lack. He does lack football intelligence, and everyone can see that. Yeah. He still does make the wrong decision, but he's more often than not now making the right or a better decision, and that's only going to improve with minutes. So if you keep playing him and confidence, he'll, he'll, I think I think he'll get six or seven assists in the Premier League season. I really do think he'll. And I think Den Donker will get five or six goals this season as well. No, Trey was young. I was in 23. 23, yeah, mate. So he's still a career ahead of me. Big career. Yeah. He's big for 23. Yeah. <laughs> I say I am, but I think it's just more. All <laughs> <Or> that. <laughs> but it, at the minute, because Doc isn't fit, he's our best right wing back at, at the club. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's no dispute in that. Are we, we going to go on to... Docking in in the end of the pod, or should we speak about it now? Because obviously I put. There'll probably be questions about it. Well, yeah, well, okay, yeah. Well, wait, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll move on to the second leg, Torino. Obviously, the next game. Um, team team wise, I mean, it was a really tight performance against Burnley, wasn't it? Who do you reckon needs to start Torino second leg? Um, it's like, drama, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, well, obviously, no, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Benetti, I'd, go, I'd go. No, <laughs> me, yeah. me Patricia and Goals. Yeah, absolutely. But they were at the back with uh, Cody and Bolly. Yeah. Uh, I'd actually would start um, Vanagre and Traore again. And to be honest, I'd be similar side to the three now, except up front, I'd actually go with Catrone and Neto. And Neto. Or Catrone and Jimenez. Because, or, yeah, put it in the human because not bad, because you've got two bigger guys. You can come again in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you saying that? Benny up top. Mark, what you, go on, sorry. Sorry, sorry. So what Charlie's going to do, he's going he's gonna to run and he's going to chase and hassle the, the centre-halves. And um, you're going to need that. You've still got solid at the back, as well in the middle with... Saez, Dendonka and, and Neves, we've still got that goal threat going forward. Yeah. It's about getting that balance right as well because they get an early goal, then it's really, you know, so it might be a bit squeaky bum time a little bit. Yeah, yeah I think you're they right. They need two though, don't they? Yeah. I think yeah. It's free uh, and if we get a goal like that, it's going to yeah. be so weird. Because yeah. uh, I'd be surprised if we could see the three. Um, and any reason, obviously, you could try to go up front and start seeing that chance. <laughs> sitting on face with it, we've got to make it more chill friendly. You don't want to see his fucking magic at the end. Oh, if we went up, he loves his pizza, he loves his smiley faces. He loves spaghetti. One of his gluten free, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what would you be preferred 11, Matt? Uh, Patricio in goal, Johnny, Bolly, uh, Cody, Vallejo, Traore, Sace, then Donker and Neves. I'd keep Matinho out of there because don't need him. Yeah. I know he's got that know-how. Um, and then for me, Jimenez and Patrona. Patrona is I don't, I don't know <laughs> at all. We only going off yesterday and yeah. thinking Patrona is going to start. Um, you know, Adam's going to start this, and then he completely threw us off. But if it if it was me, it would be probably pretty similar to um, Matt's lineup. But I'd, I probably would have Matinho. And try and drag him off after 16 with such much games. Yeah, I think his experience in European games, which because this is one of our biggest games, no doubt, uh, in in a long time in my eyes, because group stages of the Europa League is huge. Like, 
absolutely massive. Huge players. teams in the group stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, so, 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 I said yeah. at the start of the season, if we can get to the group stage or the last 32 and finish top 10, it'd be a brilliant Long season. Day. I think Absolute if regardless of the result, this game is going to be a big sigh relief as well. I think, yeah, we, before the group start, we've got like another two or three weeks just mm-hmm. to have one game a week, then sort of first time in ages that we can actually chill out a what, little bit. What your team be? Uh, I think obviously Patricio and Gol, Vallejo, Cody, Bolly, Adama. Undecided on, on Vinagre and Johnny. I picked Johnny just for, as you said, a bit better defensively and stuff Johnny's like that. Well Vinag- I've said it a couple of times. Vinagre, I love watching him play, but he was better. I think that was his worst Wolves performance yeah. against Torino. It's going to happen though, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, midfield three, I think Donk. Saints, I actually didn't think. First time, I thought he was, like he was quite sloppy, but on Twitter everyone was like raving about it. I was like, oh, maybe I'm watching a different game then. Um, I'd probably go with Sage just because of that sort of defensive. He's a bit of a many sometimes. Yeah. And Neves or Martino depending. Uh, and I'd actually go with Neto and Petroni up top. Yeah, yeah. I know the, uh, the Mexicans weren't like it, but I, I think I'd go with that. Just uh, as you say, try and hassle their back back three a little bit more as well. I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure about Neto at the minute. I don't know where, where his best position is. He's willing and you know he's very left footed, but he tries to commit players. But whether he's best coming out from a wide position, whether he's best in behind the striker, whether he's best with a striker. But is he 19? I'm sure Same we'll, I'm more sure we'll find out. Mm-hmm. But this Bruno Jordao, it's becoming more and more like a brown paper deal now, isn't it? He was in the, he was in the booze, wasn't he? Yeah, that's all right. So yeah. you're watching the that's game? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same one as Petroni with the Crusaders. Yeah, yeah. But saying that though, he played the Under-23s game last week and all the, I was watching the match commentary like, and everything was including him. So I think he has got, I mean, we spent like 10 million on him. I don't think we, no. No, it was 8 million for him and the rest was for the next one. Because Andy Ipkins, you know, early yeah, school yeah. academy, obviously, friend of the show. <laughs> um, friend of the pop. Yeah, friend of the, he, for the 10 minutes, he went, he was absolutely dreadful, but he said, but not the other eight, he said he controlled the game. So hopefully we get to see a bit of him, because it'd be, it'd be a shame, really, for him not to... I said that he was going to be sort of in and around the, the first team. You know what I said that, though, didn't I? Because they were struggling not to ring anyone else in. I, I honestly thought he would be in for the Punic second leg. I thought he would have been in there. It's because we brought three first-team players in the centre yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, I think I would go in Eto. You know, Vallejo as well. He's one booking away from being banned for a game in Europe. You're oh, he loves a challenge, doesn't he? Yeah. Get, oh, that, get your yeah. mortgage on him to get booked on Thursday morning. I saw the little booking accumulators, didn't they, for the Torino game? Like, I don't know if it was yourself. Swan no. a load of money on Saints to be booked, and there was a guy for Torino who got a ridiculous. Must have got booked like eighty percent of his games he played in last season. Um, and he started on the bench and the odds were quite high and they put a bet on him and he come off the bench and got booked straight away. So if anyone's going to do a booking accumulator, it's going to be Vallejo, of Matinho Neves, whichever one plays, yeah. and whoever plays at left back for Torino. What's his name? Let me try and find it now. He, I, think, I want to say Rincon or something like that, his name. Uh, I thought I thought Balotti didn't really do much. And, yeah, oh, Thomas just, Rincon, he come on and got... Uh, yeah. Did he? I oh, know he's definitely someone. That, yeah, he come off the bench to a 64th minute, got booked 85th minute. <laughs> was yeah. he? Hang on. Oh, he wasn't one who absolutely mullered Neto in the build-up to the third goal. Was uh, he that low? You went back and booked him though to a third goal. He's very card up here. Come off the semi. Portuguese, definitely. Mendes definitely gave him a few, a few good for that game, didn't he? We'll move on to the questions anyway, because I mean we've spoke about. Matches yeah, for 40 minutes. Um, oh, <laughs> first one from Andrew Willis. 
We're five points down if we compare to the same games last year. Only three games gone, but do you think we should be concerned? Five points down as in against the teams we played against. No, because Burnley was the third game anyway, wasn't it? And we played Man City and no Everton, Leicester, and then was it Man City or then, was it Burnley? No, we played Burnley. It must be on about the same team. I think like, it means like head to head. So we beat Burnley at home. Uh, we lost to Leicester away, but we beat United home. So yeah, yeah that's much better. Yeah. Means, that's yeah. Um, no. There's nothing, no, there's nothing to be. It's three games. Yeah. And, it's, and we're unbeaten. I know it's stupid, but we're unbeaten. And people, I think, um, we said, like, yeah, you got you can look at the, t- like the table at this current stage. We're in the relegation zone yesterday before the game. And if we would have lost, we'd have still been there. But if we won, we'd have gone fourth. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you can, yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't. There's, it's I don't think there's it's early days. I mean, if you look at each game, Leicester should have won because of that decision. United should have absolutely spanked us. A decent team would have been four up after. Yeah, they would have. Yeah. Did well to get a draw, and Burnley again left it to the last minute. Didn't play very well at all, but still got a point. So I don't know, there's nothing to worry about. It's still early stages, and I think they are focused on Europa League. Yeah. So for me, not really anything to worry about. If it's another couple of months and we're still picking up I think draws. you're right. In the next month or so, obviously, we've got a bit more break before the actual group stage starts, if we get, obviously, if we get there. Um, I think that's where you can start. Like Everton and Leicester are meant to be our rivals to break into the top six. I don't think anyone will do that this season anyway. And B, they just got slapped by Villa, they were dreadful. And obviously we played Leicester and they weren't great. So for me, yeah, it's, there's nothing really to worry about. Not yet anyway. Which way yeah. yourself, what do you think? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think to worry about. Um, I think you have to take into account Europa uh, qualifiers. It's really difficult mm. because it's a level in case of, even though we're playing terrible teams, uh, our fitness isn't there on top of that we're playing third, you know, these guys are getting used to now playing on the third and then on Sunday every week and uh, to be in, in where we are we win against Everton then it's been quite a really good start to the season sort of still our pre-season sort of honeymoon period after our you know the Asia Trophy and stuff mm. like that as well like. oh, you throw that in as well was in China and then we got to play Cops throw it in the yeah, 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 a lot Leicester's then down the road but you know if you look at all those you know, Torino, Armenia, Asia. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see it's down to the ground when we get the group stage and we've got like two home games yeah. on a Thursday, Sunday. Yeah. I think you'll see a massive difference in the team, like the, the amount of like fitness levels and the quality and stuff. Like if, that. if we win at Everton, I'm not sure if we will because they'll want to bounce back after yeah, the yeah, yeah, big time. Did you watch that? Bro? I went to the cricket instead, my. Don't like, mate, they were Everton. I heard on, I heard Gomez was dreadful. Oh, we had a, oh, mate, we had a howler. I thought he was quality against us last year in that goalie school. But Jesus Christ, if they play anything like that next week, then I'll be I'd more like a silver as a fraud anyway. Yeah. If you are yeah. watching <laughs> Ashley Nixon, you owe me £10 because last season you said that Silver would finish above Allardyce, which we had finished 7th, which I didn't. So if you just want to, you know, I'll send you my PayPal later. <laughs> um, I mean, I asked a question, someone said, Nuno, we trust, let's get the match on Thursday out of the way. Good question. Um, Jackie Jones, do you think Nuno makes late substitutions when the team are, are struggling and there's an obvious game changer on the bench? That, I think that's the only thing that I'm not too sure about, is he subs. Is he, wait, is he waiting, is he, does he believe in his team and he's waiting for them to do the right thing? 
Mm-hmm. I think we were pushing Burnley, and it was almost there were times in the match where like, the goals like, we just wait in now for the goal to come. We are right with Dharma, like he could have come on at half time, would have been happy just to make that change. They obviously know more than us though in terms of like sports science department and who can play and who's fit. But for me, going off just looking like face value, I'd have brought a Dharma at like half time, 55 minutes. Yeah. I think yeah. it doesn't give enough you know, enough time for the players to kind of get into the groove of it and get going. I mean, you know, if you're gonna put on make a change of you know, 15, 10 minutes to go. It's difficult then to really put a strong enough impact on there. I thought I would have put a Dharma on. We were struggling. Even though goal looked like it was going to come, if you put on a Dharma on the hour mark, because you put Den Donker on mm-hmm. after 10 minutes of the first half, if you made the change and put on, you made a double change, say, put on Den Donker and Triore, psychologically as well, but only thinking, okay. And yeah, even when we played United, um, put Catrone on, I think, um, last. Yeah, a couple of minutes, five minutes, five yeah, minutes or so. Game, no, he wants to be no. yeah. You've got to give a player like that, you've got to give him good 10 15 minutes anyway. Even if you want to give yeah. him a bit of a run out, you can't give him five minutes, he's not really going to be able to impact the game. What we found with Adama last season was he was getting the last 10 minutes, and for those last 10 minutes, he was he was trying to over impress. So every time he got the ball, he was trying to run it paper. Whereas now he's got a bit more game time, he's making yeah. a lot more sensible decisions, not trying to take every man on coming back inside. You know, whereas before it was like, right, I've got ten minutes. I need to take on five minutes. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. I was, yeah, that's something I was going to say. Like, if you come on, uh, like Adama coming on, we're still good to make there's an a, instant impact. On there's him. a lot of pressure. Yeah. We're, we're chasing the game. We're at home. The crowd's on the on the back uh, yeah. on the team's back, and you're putting on a bloke who everyone's now lumping on that he's going to change the game. So. You've got thirty thousand people in the stadium, all praying that a dog comes on and changes it. It's a lot of pressure for a, a human being. <laughs> We're so young as well, and, and, and a young guy. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we touched on this a little bit earlier, Mike Evans. After the Torino match, do you think it'll get a little bit easier for us as we're not playing every as much every Thursday and can concentrate a bit more on the Premier League? Think we, we spoke about it. We probably. Would. But even when the group stage is coming, still going to be a relentless kind of fixtures schedule so it's got to deal with it you can't as some fella sat next to me yesterday because I sat in the Billy Roll probably makes ticket yeah he, uh, he went this Europa League's come too soon season too soon I was like you can literally can't pick and choose oh, that's when the team there. gets promoted we yeah. were ready to be promoted I waited a lot of time ready? to watch Wolves, yeah. Wolves in, in, in Europe and now because we're 1-0 down to a half decent Burnley side you're team watching so it's like just, just calm down we weren't good enough but we will be better. Yeah, a lot yeah. of pe- I think a lot of people are still struggling to change their mindset in terms of how we think about our current success and our previous success. You've got to you've got to adapt as much as what how they're adapting and how the board's adapting and the manager and whatnot. Like we've got to think if we want to be in big places and we want to win things and trophies, yeah. and we've got to think big yeah. <laughs> as a, as a club. And like I think fans. Um, don't realise how much of a role that actually plays. Do you think players like Catroni and Vallejo would all come to Wolverine in Europe? I don't know. Same, same with Patricio last year. Like when we when we signed him, my old man was like, he's not coming here to scrape, scrape for a relegation battle. And look what we did. That's yeah. not good. Like going from a tangent, in, in the summer, people are like, oh, we signing all these players. And it was just like, to improve on the squad we've already got, you've got to A, spend probably... 50 million on a player to improve on what they've got. And then B, these players are worth that are already at top clubs and unfortunately we're not 
that much of a, an attractive proposition. As not as attractive as some fans think we are. We still we were newly promoted for it last season. We did very well and deservedly got into Europa League. But we aren't a Man City. We're not a Tottenham. We're not. It's, a pretty, it's pretty obvious that those who are being really cautious as yeah. well. They don't want to spend 150 million on players, and we crash out of Europe at, the, at this yeah. stage. You just spent 150 million players. What to to add to an already strong squad in the Premier League? And that would leave the FFP would be an absolute myth then. Yeah. So like that's why I'm to be fair, I'm surprised I didn't exploit the loan window a bit more. I think Vallejo is a great signing, but if you could have got one or two more of them, maybe a, a, a big number ten or a big midfielder uh, on loan, I think that would have been a, a good idea. Um, but yeah, I think that's a big reason with the with the signings anyway. We're we're run by really clever people. <laughs> yeah, and I think we so need there's to. There's a lot, reason why they've got a lot of debt. Yeah, and they're an investment yeah. uh, business. You know, they're going to want to see a return at some point. We we all as fans want the best and biggest players at Wolves. That's just because we're passionate about it. Um, so all the all the sort of hostile Twitter conversations in in the summer about not signing anybody and this that, and the other is just. I get it because we're all passionate, mm-hmm. but you've got to be realistic. And but what did they? What did they buy the club for? Was it thirty million? Thirty-five million. Something like that. Probably times that now. Yeah. Just yeah. with the the money you get from the Premier League alone, what was it? One hundred twenty million for stopping. Yeah. Straight into the bank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one's for Matt. Do you think our fan base have turned into a bunch of sport children? <laughs> <laughs> the way they're bitching and moaning about going through an immensely tough stage of the season already. I just don't think we really always how lucky we are, No, you know, you're not going to please all the people all of the yeah. time, and you know I'm susceptible to a bit of a moan. And Nick, we weren't good enough against Man United in the first half. We weren't good enough against Burnley at all, but it is a tough start to the season, and Burnley have started really well anyway. And United, that's that's in that first half, they were a lot better than they were last Way season. Yeah, they knocked the ball around really well, so... Yeah. I think there's always going to have elements of people whinging and moaning, and you can probably class me into that category now and again, but I don't know, it's, it's different strokes to different folks. Like, it, like, I think I spoke to Russ Cockburn, and he was, I said, he was our best player, and I thought he was the worst player on the pitch. It just amazes me like, how we both watch the same game, yet have completely different opinions. That's the best thing And that's the thing, is it the yeah. football? It's a game of opinions, and I respect other people's opinions, but when you start getting called, oh, you're a dickhead, you're, your opinion's shit, I was like, oh, it's a fantastic point when I argue, it re- re- renders your opinion utterly futile. If you're not going to come to me with some stats or an actual opinion, you're not telling me I'm just a knobhead, then, like, the dirty thing, I said we should have cashed in on him in the summer, when his stock was at his highest, you'd have got, you look at one Bissaka, you went for 45, you get 30 million you'd have got 20-25 million for Doc. Yeah. he had a fantastic tail end to the season got how many goals and assists he was you know 27-28 yeah his stock is now his highest level so it makes sense to sell him because then you've got 25 million in the bank which means over five five years you can then spend 125 million on, on uh, transfers and wages and he's probably not going to play any better I'd be surprised if he replicated or even better his form from this season so for me it would have made sense whilst his stock was at his highest to sell him and bring someone in who's either a little bit better or someone younger who can then develop and then you sell on for more but people say well why are we selling our best players why are we selling Jota well because Jota's 22 he's playing extremely well he's worth more than Doc and plus his shelf life is a lot longer than Doc's because yeah. he's just 
he's 22 and he's going to develop and he'll go for over 100 million. That's why, and it's not because I don't like Doc. He's not fit, he shouldn't be playing, that's not his fault, it's not my fault. But economically, I think it would have made more sense to cash in on him whilst his stock was at his highest and whilst he's at the ages. Nothing against him at all. I admitted last season he's improved loads and I thought he was terrific, but for me, from thinking from football finance, that was a time to sell. I was like, I don't mind Doc, but I could see it from both points. He was a good player, by no means our best player. There's better fullbacks out there. Yeah. But you're you're right that in the fact that I'd be very shocked if he replicated that season again. I don't. And I almost think um, I don't really like using this term, but he almost it was a bit of a stat padder, like because of yeah, fantasy yeah. Premier League and stuff like that. I think everyone's like, man, look at the amount of points he got. He must have been great. Mm-hmm. But like, like there were other football Premier League fans saying like, oh, Doc's amazing, isn't he? And then, like, if you actually watch him defensively, probably a big percentage of our goals come from that end. Does that be Benny or him? Uh, but I think Benny's more to blame than that, though, because it's. You watched, have you seen that video with um, Nuno talking about Valencia where he had Mustafi and Ottomani? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, we had Benzema, Ronaldo, and Bale, and he was talking about them attacking his back three rather than the wing backs. And I think that's where a lot of our goals, you don't, you don't really see it coming down Doherty, you see it coming round down to Benny, and then that's the way we play, and I think that's why Doty got so many goals and assists, because they, they do play as wingers, and defensively, I don't think they need to be that that good, which is why you need three centre-halves to be immense defensively, and, and unfortunately, Benny, this season hasn't been, so I think that's why we've looked a little bit leaker. Yeah, I, I think, sorry, just quickly, I think what you were saying then about <clears throat> Doc being a bit of a like, stat-heavy, like, yeah. sort of, Nevers last season, I was sick of seeing journos like. Um, oh, it's just lies, isn't it? Yeah, like oh, you know. Is that best midfield? Yeah, what player should be at Wolves? You know, pick a player from um, each team outside the top six. Yeah, Nevers. Like, I was like, because he scores wonder goals. You don't. You don't. Uh, watch. He's, he's young, and you see Liverpool link with him. But like I said, it's lies. You know, so yeah. if you if you said to what who's your favourite Watford? Who's the best Watford player? You'd say. Of Decoro, yeah. it's not like Capu and every Watford fan will tell you that because he's more calm and composed on the ball. Yeah. But because Decoro is linked with the likes of PSG and Capu's a lot older, that's what it's just. It's yeah. just like, that's what you see in the media, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so oh, that doesn't really bother me, but it, I can see why it warns you. Yeah, it I mean, laziness. Oh yeah, I, I think it's yeah. I think it's just then it's just presuming I was yeah. never. He, he was our first big signing under this new yeah. era. Um, but actually, do you, they haven't properly watched us because Matinho or you know yeah. Jimenez or someone. He was poor last season, but I think I think this will be never this season. Oh, I don't think he plays too deep though. That's really yeah, that's what I was saying. He's going to be a soon. He could, you know, if you're a bit further up the pitch, you can really influence it. You could hurt teams yeah. if you yeah. play yeah. with his shooting and passing range. Uh, obviously, he doesn't quite have that pace. But if he was like not number ten, but more like like a more advanced, I think we've never seen him really throw the ball through, do we? It's always those things. That's why he's in lack of assists, man. Like, he was doing a lot of that in the championship when we had obviously two midfields. Yeah. It was a bit easier for him. So obviously, says most of the time was he destroyer, wasn't he? Yeah. And Neves was your you know your creative player in the midfield. But now it's like we've gone more from there to. With an engine room with the likes of Matinho and then Donker and never has been that kind of pivot. So a quarterback there. role, isn't yeah, it? Just, but I think it's I think teams have clocked on to us, so they're always going to want to play into that space in between for the wing backs and they've clocked on. So uh, Nevis has a lot of sideways passing now, 
and he might change the tick, but if you play him a bit further forward, the runs that Cotroni makes and and, and, and Jota and even Jimenez, if you could play them Freddie through balls, he'd get so much more assists and be more effective. And you could play, you can even play then Donker a little deeper to stop that, you know, if you still want to play that diamond in the three. Could you have Saiz and then Neves and then Donker? So you have Saiz dropping and then Neves and then Donker. That might be the case good next good season good because Matinho's contract is going to be interesting. not going to give you as many games as he did last no. season. So I think that's a really good shout to be fair. Like. Could, you, could you see Neves in like a Kevin De Bruyne in the role? Where? Because he, I mean the passes that he makes are just I don't think he's going to ball on But do you not think he's... We've got a question on Instagram from Sam. Uh, do you believe that the recruitment in the summer was poor retrospectively for the challenges of the combination? A lot of really negative questions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's why I was pretty disappointed. <laughs> pretty disappointed that we didn't beat Burnley because you get loads of questions yeah, yeah. Like, about stuff. But... Um, I mean, we've touched on recruitment a little bit, haven't we? Like, do you think we? I mean, I don't mind picking quality over quantity. Yeah. If I know that if we're gonna wait for the right player to really yeah. add to the squad, that's okay for me. Uh, because you see a lot of teams just coming and they buy five, six, seven players. You know, and it's half of them to kind of Jones that. And if you look at our our starting eleven from last year, it was you know, bar probably Benny at the back. It was still quite a solid team. Still got to the FA Cup semi-final, seventh place as a yeah. promoted, new promoted team. So you really, as you're saying, Matt, you know, if you want to try and really add to that team, you've got to be spending 50, 60 million. We're not going to be doing that. So we're kind of saying, right, well, we're going to try and attract a player who you can probably be on the bench and try and break into this side. And you've got to be probably less than about 20, 25 million. Yeah. You've also got to be good enough. And you've got yeah. to be good enough. Yeah, yeah. which is sort of, you narrow that criteria down, it's just, it's probably no one. So yeah. it's going to be tough for the recruitment. And obviously, they see something fell as a recruiter, now as a director. Yeah. Whether that's as good as a yes man or not, to a story for another podcast. But for me, it was disappointing. I got a lot to one more player in. Um, but. Trone is very good for the money, but I hope again, great on loan. I think if he has a good season, he will sign for us, despite saying he wants to go back to Ramsey, he's not going to play for the Neto and Jordan, still not overly convinced, more so on Jordan and Neto. Would have liked maybe another central midfielder, um, Lamina. Just wanted Lamina, I think he's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, to Monaco, though, and he was going to Monaco. Has so. he? Another signings question. Manny says, Do you reckon we'll sign any players in January? Yeah. I think it just depends on our situation. I'm not going to not sign anyone. Mm, it just depends, question? Question? Oh, yeah, on a permit. He was already there, though. Yeah. Yeah. Vallejo on a Nah, I think we will. I don't think, I think it'll be a low. I though. think it does depend on what's yeah. going on. If we're, we're in the knockouts, yeah, knockouts. Yeah, I think it will. Yeah. Well, I think just quickly on recruitment, it's like. We're still Wolverhampton, and it's not a great place to at the moment. Yeah. Sort of yeah, it's, that's, that's I that's think sense. I think that's quite like underestimated. Like, I'm, I, I've seen people talking on Twitter about moving the training ground down to London, and I saw that. As I, well. think I, saw City, that. I think Man City. I think Man. I don't know if Man City were doing it back when they first sort of. I'm not sure what you know what it would be, but we are literally you know still Wolverhampton, and it's still. You've still, still got <laughs> sanding areas that are not a side. 
Well, where you live, not so neat. That's where most of the players are. Technically, yeah. Yeah. Check him out. Were you in Birmingham though? Yeah. It's nice to in a lot of some coal fill, four oaks, so I went to six it's four four a lot of 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 Mini fish. I was like, no, spring roll, because I am culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you are right, there are areas around here. Yeah. Oh, like but I can understand, like, why. I haven't got a, a, you know, a marina or. Typical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Liam Bagnall says, opinion on spicy McNuggets. I've never had them. I've never tried them last week, it seems. They're not yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Talking food. <laughs> <laughs> Talking bollocks, <laughs> Freddie Evans, uh, what are the best games to go to this season? Who do you want to see in the League Cup and FA Cup? Any away games that you would yeah. recommend? Wrexham away, I just want to meet Boot Leather. What a legend. Well, you just well, need you to know, not slightly overdid it. Sheffield United should be a stick away. Sheffield United away, I went uh, when Cody got sent off, we lost 2 0 Leon Clark yeah. scored. Uh, uh, in the chat last Yeah, the chat was. Oh, it yeah. was Warsaw away. Well, Warsaw at home, we played full strength. Because I don't want to play the album because I'll beat us. Because nah, that's I'll just beat us. I'm not bothered about the album. I'm not bothered. 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 I'm not bothered about playing them like. Yeah. I think I'd like Birmingham City. I think Blues, we always do Blues. Yeah, always do. Yeah. I think uh, it's 180 minutes if we played the Albion side they got promoted yeah. next year. Um, touch my there. Um, that it's just too stressful. Like yeah. I've got to, we've all got too many friends who are baggies. My mum's an Albion fan. And we, yeah, yeah, my best mate is from school. I just. I don't want it. There's nothing more I hate than what's wrong with Alvin and they always beat us. Even the villa there, like, I'm, I know that you guys not a proper rivalry, but I, I'm, like, that, when they come to Monty, I will be worried. Yeah. That'll be the only game that I'll be stressed out about all season. I'll be in the Dominican Republic, so oh. I shouldn't be worried. Oh, how's your bones coming? Yeah. 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 Where is he working? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> um, quickly, I'll just ditch me. We'll quickly move on with the last few questions. Play Wolves, would you rather see us focus more on the Premier League or the Europa League? Europa. Absolutely. Do you think Vallejo is a possible liability when it comes to dangerous challenges under pressure? No, I love it. I love it. That, that tackle against yeah. uh, Puny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Second half. Second half. Oh, yeah. When he, went, he did like a front flip the blade, didn't he? That's the wrong corner as well. It may have been Maldini, because I saw a quote on Wambasaka saying I want to be, 
I want to make the most tackles, I love tackling. And I think it was, was it Maldini? Yeah, it was. I've got to make a tackle. I've already made a mistake. Yeah. I was like, that really? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> right, I think that is all. I didn't see it's sweltering now. Today's podcast, yeah, we are melting. So, apologies if you are watching on YouTube. Yeah, sweat, yeah. Um, <laughs> before we finish off, uh, Ad, where can people find you on Twitter? Ooh. At Sidway underscore S I D A W A 1. Underscore. There you go. Ed Brown with an E98. Ed Brown with an E98. Matt. M. Cooper writes, writers in Britain. Instagram. <laughs> We're going to do that. Matthew Cooper on LinkedIn if anyone needs any Spurs tickets. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. Well, we've got a deal, aren't we, minute, haven't we, Dave? We have. Um, so, plugging out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so. Spurs versus Wolves at the new stadium. It's a perfect opportunity. If you don't get tickets, come down cheer, cheer the Wolves on in the most technologically advanced stadium in the world, the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Um, it's Travel Club, which is the hospitality, so you get fast track entrance, padded seats, and executive part of the ground, food, a couple of drinks, you know. Um, and if you use code Talking Walls at checkout, you get £100 off. Uh, it's well worth it. Um, links will be on the thing. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put me and Dave will be in there as well. Should you want a meet greet photo? <laughs> That'll be me taking photos for him, someone yeah. else. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll put a link in the description. Yeah. If not, you can me- uh, tweet or message. Yeah, we'll sort something out. We'll sort it out. Um, and you can find me at Dave as a party on. Twitter and Instagram or whatever. Uh, but thanks a lot for watching another Talking Walls podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the like button and subscribe down below. If you're listening on Spotify, iTunes or whatever, make sure you leave a five-star review for us. And until next time, hopefully Walls grab a few more wins and hopefully the next podcast, Walls will be a team in the Europa League group stage. Thanks a lot for listening.